0: The Opinion Line on Corks 96 FM. Two of my favourite young people have been doing magic things uh, in the UK. I'm talking about the twins, Hassan and Ben Hafaf. They want to be Paralympians. And they're starting young. And they were away at the Disabled Sports England Junior Championships in Coventry in the last week or so, and they cleared up. Their mum, Angie, joins me. Hey, Ange. Hi, good morning, PJ. How are you? Good. They cleaned up. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'm still quite emotional, if I'm honest. It was just uh, a magical weekend. Exhausting, but absolutely magical. And what people don't actually know is the competition started on Saturday, the 2nd of July, over the weekend, and that was exactly 13 years to the day that I found out they were conjoined at my first scan. Oh, my goodness. So, truly was just a magical day to think how far they've come from finding out that day there was no hope of survival. Oh,
0: my goodness, Angel.
1: So, I was a wreck. <laughs> I
0: can imagine, girl.
1: Yeah, yeah, so very, very proud. But it seems to go over the boys' head a bit.
0: And and they've both had, well, they've, they've both had rough times medically of late. I take it they're fitting yeah. well again.
1: Yeah, I mean, you in particular, you would have seen, I guess, that um, earlier in the year, in the end of February and March, Hassan went through, I suppose, it was the scariest time for us since their separation surgery. That's how big it was. But he had two major surgeries in March and we were five weeks in Crumlin and he was in intensive care, very ill twice. And I was scared. I was really scared. Yeah. And, um, you know, he'll have a full year recovery from that, like with his contact sports. Cause he also, you know, they also do basketball, but I didn't think that he'd be able to join Hussein competing, you know, but, um, he did he just um, you know he does his own exercises and his own physio at home and um, he was given you know the all clear because it's not a contact sport to um, go for it and I really and truly didn't expect him to do as well as he did and um, I'm just amazed yeah so they teach me a lot they're inspirational for me they're
0: tough as nails (laughs) even when they are you know down medically they're they're, they're so tough and I was watching your posts, I remember we chatted on Messenger and stuff. You know, yeah, to yeah. Talk. The Rebel Wheelers Sports Club, that's that's their club.
1: Yeah, they do wheelchair basketball with the Rebel Wheelchairs, and they love that sport, and they love the club. And, um, you know, I guess um, five years ago, over five years ago, in the Rebel Wheelers, they did uh, a kind of a taster session of athletics, with two wonderful ladies, um, Sandra and Lucia. And that was just a kind of a course run for a few weeks. But it gave the boys the taste of javelin, shot put and discus. Mm -hmm. And um, when the course finished then, they wanted to continue it. And I was kind of thinking, how do I continue it? Because, you know, to date, I can't find... um, you know, a sports club to take on the boys. Um, So how they've learned over the last five years and how they've got themselves to Coventry is literally every single IWA um, competition that's going on in para Athletics. Um, We just go all over the country. We show up, we learn from each competition over the last five years. Um, You have a wonderful man called Pat Furlong who kind of goes through a few practice shots with the kids before they participate. So it's true that they've learned and um, I suppose you know what the weekend has shown me is like Hussein got gold um, in the javelin and they took home three silvers and two bronze as well. That's fantastic. So this is kind of after making me think, you know, please is there a club out there that might take on two little boys, you know, see past the disability, look at their ability and
0: you know well, Angie, I'm thinking they're okay, hard workers. They're they're only what, thirteen now or coming up to thirteen. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking like there's an Olympics next year, then the Olympics in twenty twenty seven. We're looking at two Paralympians oh. in training here.
1: Well, they've shown five years of non stop dedication to this and they love it. And you know what they love most about it? It's not about winning against anybody else. It's about winning against the brother. And <laughs> what everyone loves is that every competition the only question my two will ask, and they're quiet boys, they'll always say, What did my brother get? And everyone just loves it and we all, you know, get a great laugh out of the two of them. But uh yeah, they're they're magic to just see them compete. I mean, we just can't take our eyes off them and the weekend now I must say was the icing on the cake after a really really tough start to the year you know
0: yeah yeah because I I must say I was surprised that they made it
1: yeah yeah I was too and um, like you know it was a long journey it was about 14 hours over and back between you know the car, the ferry, the IWA bus, and we had just the most gorgeous team with us, you know, and um, we'd IWA staff. We had five other wonderful athletes that joined the boys also, um, abroad. Sorry, four other athletes and they were from all over the country, you know, and, uh, we had just a lovely team of people. And, um, the boys, I suppose they're, they're also dying to dwell into track racing. So they tried track racing, I guess, about four years ago, and people were excited because they um, apparently, their bodies, um, I'm told, are just perfectly made for track racing. You know, because they're thin and they have the long, slender arms and hands, and they gave it a go a few years ago, and um, they astonished everyone. I mean, they have, um, you know, another Irish great. Athlete uh, Killian Don, who's a track racer, yeah. um, he said that what they managed to do in just a space of a few minutes on track, it took him four months. He said to goodness, learn. Me. So, I'm but just... Killian and his father Larry are ready and waiting to take on the boys to train Sad them in that sport. Bus. But we just cannot get tractors. They're just we cannot get our hands on tractors because they're so expensive. Yeah. So I spent four years trying to. Um, uh, source tractors but the boys are so small that anyone yes, who's yes. kind of grown out of tractors are still too big.
0: <laughs> I know, I know it'll happen, it'll happen Angie uh, uh, these, thing, these, <laughs> things, these things are made to happen. Did you get a very special phone call while they were over at these games?
1: I did indeed so um, it was actually the night we came home um, and I got um, a beautiful message from Pat O'Brien who delivered the boys into the world all those years ago in London. And he's a fellow corkman. And his moment Sunday as well let him know about the boys. And I'm even welling up now, even yeah. thinking of it. But this man brought him into the world. He, you know, saw us during the pregnancy. He knew that it was highly unlikely that they'd even make it to birth. And when he got in touch, oh my God, it just truly meant everything to me. Mm. You know, uh, and to him, yeah. you know, because they don't always get to see the happy endings like in, you know, where he works. It's always the kind of, um, yeah. you know, the scary births, you know, yeah. Yeah. and uh, that was absolutely beautiful for Fantastic. him to take the time. Um, so I hope Edward Kylie as well uh, hears of their news and um, no doubt, you know, we'll get in touch with him and let him know as well.
0: Well, Angie, I remember being on hospital watch when it was all uh, happening. I remember it only like it was only yesterday, and I'm so thrilled. And yeah, give them a special yeah. high-five for me, and I'll see them soon.
1: I will, and you know what? They truly, truly deserve this. So onwards and upwards now, and Fantastic. all they want is to make Ireland proud. That's they're do- all.
0: They're doing that already. Angie, cheers. Thank you. Corks 96FM